three. Let's go. The name. Law Nation. As we proceed to give you the information that rules the nation, just take it one day at a time, one movement at a time, brick by brick, as we stack this together. Hopefully, when we look back at it, say, man, these are the things we accomplished. These are the things that we built. Let's go. Yeah. Be sure to hit that like, share this content, let a friend or a neighbor know where to go when they want to tune in to Cowboy Sports Talk and beyond. Let's go. Yep. Draft time for your mind is nearly and it's close and it's right around the corner, Cowboy Nation. It's right around the corner. Yep. It's right around the corner. There's no rights, there's no wrongs. Is there only speculation for the nation? Yep. Go. All right. Let me know if the audio is straight, Cowboy Nation. Let me know if you guys can hear me. I hope all is well. And uh, as we proceed to give you guys the information that's around the NFL, hope all is well with you guys. Um, this uh, this morning, I got a chance to wake up early with the kids and uh, got a chance to take them out. Uh, for Easter egg hunting, you know, we went hunting and um, we went around and, and, and had a good time. Spending time with loved ones is a major thing and it's a positive thing and it's a necessary thing. You never know. No one knows the day nor the hour, right? And also, I heard the news of du- Dwayne Haskins, uh, may his family and everyone else, you know, um, can find grounds to just you know, seek prayer and, and condolences out to them. And I heard some, the volume is straight. Appreciate you big. Appreciate you big. Uh, uh, but for those who out there who, who's not aware, uh, Dwayne uh, Haskins, who is an Ohio State, uh, former Ohio State quarterback, passed away today in a tragic uh, accident. Uh, his car broke down on a highway and, uh, as as news reported, is that uh, he he was trying to get to a location that's safe, and and a dump truck uh, ran into him, and he perished. Uh, but we hope all is well. You know, uh, life itself is like energy; cannot be created nor destroyed. It's only transferred. So hopefully, uh, his his life force is is transferred to another place, and and everyone else. Uh, uh, he's no more worrying about these things that's on this dimension. So we only hope. So rest in peace to Dwayne. Uh, let's give a moment of silence to him and his family and for all of the things he's been doing for the NFL and beyond. All right. All right. So my thing is uh, shout out to Dez Bryant. He, he got very uh, angry, and I heard some uh, some rumblings with uh, Dez Bryant and what he had to say about it. Uh, Adam Schefter, uh, he spoke out of uh, out of pocket and uh, on a tweet, right? <laughs> Didn't speak about the humanity of the person, only spoke about the uh, the NFL aspect of the person. 
and it's sad. It's the world that we live in, right? And the the great legend, Gil Brandt, he had something to say live on radio, and it was like, oh wow, he's ninety. <laughs> And it goes back to what I tell people all the time. It takes a thousand years to build trust and only one second to lose it. Let me repeat. Write this down. A thousand years to build trust and only one second to lose it. And there's nothing that Gil Brandt can say now that can put a Band-Aid over what he said. And, and it's sad. And that's just how it is, Cowboy Nation, unfortunately. He's a Cowboys legend. He's in the ring of honor, right? And first thing people are going to do is some people don't even know who Gil is. <laughs> and they start looking up and they say, oh, this dude has something to say, right? So it's sad. And and I can only tell you, I can only imagine, you know, I'm old enough to be Dwayne's father, and I can only imagine how that would have hit me, you know, going through all of these years, raising one, and all of a sudden, you you uh, turn on the radio, you hear the news, and, and someone talking like that, that, that you was living to die. We all live to die, by the way, right? We're not going to be here forever. And and the good book, there's only two that never witnessed death, Elijah and Enoch. Them the only two that's recorded in uh, the good book that never witnessed death. And it also translates that they're going to have to come back to see death. How about that? But neither here nor there, um, it's, it's a situation whereas if you have loved ones, if you are living in a situation whereas you don't get a chance to speak to them, and if you have the opportunity to, reach out to them, talk to them, just have a small conversation, right? Um, George says what did Gil had to say. Um, Gil had some, some things to say. And what we're going to do is, uh, I'm going to play a little bit of it before I, I think I got it recorded right here. I'm going to play a little bit of it, what he had to say. And, got uh, to know the, the young man a little bit, but also, right here. got to know the, the young man a little bit, but also from a scouting standpoint, you were, here we go, you, here we go. you uh, analyzed him over the years at Ohio State and, and coming into the league with the Washington Commanders and then going to the Pittsburgh Steelers. Obviously, it's a terrible tragedy and. And what wanted your thoughts on that, and also on the player, because you did chronicle his career very closely. Well, you know, Dan, uh, I hate any time anybody is killed or anybody dies. Uh, but he was a guy that was living to be dead, so to speak. Uh, you know, they told him, don't under any circumstances leave school early. You just, you just don't have the work habits. You don't have this. You don't have that. What did he do? Left school early. Uh, I always can remember this. Uh, we invited players to the draft. Right. And he was one of the players we invited to the draft. And uh, he, we were told, no, uh, uh, we're, uh, we're going to have our own party. His own party was uh, a party at the bowling alley, charged him 50 bucks to get into the bowling alley for his party. Uh, it was always something, you know. It, it's, it's one of those things. Uh, I'm never offside, but they keep calling me for offside is what it is. So, you know, it, it's a tragic thing. Anytime anybody dies, it's tragic, uh, and especially when you're 24 years old and you got to hold your whole life ahead of you. Mm -hmm. uh, but, uh, you know, maybe if he'd have stayed in school a year, uh, he wouldn't do silly things. I mean, I don't, when you're jogging on the highway, 
uh, you know, on a road like that, that leaves it open because I tell you, it's so. Uh, guy has two drinks and he's just a little bit to to the right side of the road, and, and gets hit and killed. It's easy to happen. Yeah, so that was his take on everything, and um, like like I said, it was a poor take, and I believe he didn't have all of the information. And of course, we we wrong, we wrong sometimes, Cowboy Nation, and most of us wrong all the time. And it is hard to have a take like that versus saying, "Hey, we hope and pray that all is well with the family," and you know, uh, this is a tragic event. And then you move on from it. But sometimes we have that horrible take. And the, I'm not going to give the man a pass. Yes, he's 90. I don't know how it feels to be 90. You know, oh, my gosh, 90 is old, man. And Gil Brett have a good recall of memory, man. That dude, he can tell you everything about players now at 90. At 90, you know what I want to be doing? If I'm still talking to you guys at 90. This beard should be gray and old. Maybe I have the bald look or what have you on top of my head, you know. Uh, but I don't know if I can still be recalling, you know, players left and right. So shout out to uh, Gil Brent for recalling things. But some things are better left unsaid. And and that's the situation there. Um, and he's 90. And he came from the Tom Landry regime. He, he didn't come from the – I've seen some people in the comment said uh, Jerry Jones. But, no, nah, he – He's from that elk of, of Tom Landry. Uh, he, he, he helped uh, scout for the Cowboys and got them two Super Bowl rings during that time frame. And, and he, he's a wonderful guy, man. Met Gil Brandt three times in my life. And I'm quite sure he can probably recall it. I know law. He had the beard. It was a baby beard at the time. And now he got the full beard or what have you. He goes out there to Oxnard. and He'd be on the radio as well out there when we have the training camps or what have you. But um, it is a situation, a tragic one, and I just wish, you know, for Gil to say, hey, man, I don't have all of the information on this. Uh, we hope all is well with the family. It's tragic and move on from it. But sometimes, you know, it takes a thousand years to build trust and one second to lose it. Yeah, so appreciate you. Uh, appreciate everybody for jumping in. So let's move to the uh, the topic of – Cowboys prospects and and which direction they're heading to. And the direction that they're heading and looking at is basically they already lamented that they, that they want offensive linemen, right? Starter, not offensive linemen um, project, somebody that you have to develop and everything. But one can argue, anybody that you draft, you're going to have to develop them. Nobody's pre-ready. No one is pre-ready. Everybody that you guys see in this draft, they're going to have to develop. Everybody. Now, their level of development is the key. When you're in college, you have to focus in on, you know, grade work, figuring out the campus, different scheduled livings and things like that. But when you make it to the pros, the NFL is all you have to focus on. The NFL is all is your craft that you will have to adjust the NFL is the way you're going to put food on the table at that point, you know, at this point. So I want people to understand that no one's a finished product yet, you know. And even I, I, I was watching uh, some clips of some older players, and even in their sixth and seventh year or, or even tenth 
year. They still trying to develop something. They still trying to work on a craft. Uh, look up uh, Tom Brady, his workout regimen. You know, he's always trying to get better at his craft, and it's an ongoing situation. So, the Cowboys, we have big areas of need. We created both areas of need. We needed a wide receiver, right? Now, we need a offensive lineman now, right? Both of those areas. You can also say that the Cowboys, hey, man, you created the hole, and now you're trying to fix the hole, right? Well, the draft, is is this draft big enough to create, well, if, is this draft big enough to fix said hole? I don't know. Normally, a draft pick takes three to four years to be complete. And uh, if you're planning on building through the draft, you have to have uh, a little patience. You you do. Uh, Lord T- Trill says, bro, we need Sam Williams. Uh, we'll find out. Uh, Kong, appreciate you. Thank you so much on the Facebook panel. Appreciate you so much. So this was from... Uh, ESPN, my guy Todd Archer, he says, Cowboys draft prospect visitors offer clues to how they could fix the offensive line and wide receiver need. Let's listen to this right quick. Let's get into a roundtable discussion of best offseason moves, starting with Dallas's Todd Archer. Since the Cowboys have only signed two free agents from outside the building and Dante Fowler and James Washington, Three I'm now. skirting the rules here a little bit, and I'm going with retaining Demarcus Lawrence. They signed him to a reworked contract that guarantees him $30 million over the next two years, and it allows them to have their best defensive end, if you don't count Micah Parsons, back in the fold to help with Dan Quinn's second-year jump that the Cowboys want to make on defense. So DeMarcus Lawrence was a key figure to keep for the Cowboys, especially after losing Randy Gregory. For me, it's Carson Wentz. Been traded twice in the last... All right, so <clears throat> here's, here's our thing right here. The Dallas Cowboys, and I've seen somebody says, uh, uh, what about Parsons? He was ready to go. Believe it or not, Parsons did. He, he had a, a hell of a rookie year, rookie of the year, by the way. But he was raw. And we got a chance to see that out of a raw form. And one thing, if you're going to build through the draft, on the other end, to marry that, you got to have coaches to elevate that. Now, the options for the Cowboys at this point, prospects, we know that they brought in Kenyon Green, right? We know that we need help at guard. We know that they brought in Traylon Burks. We know that we had Chris Olave, right? We know that they also had other linebackers in to visit. So where should the Cowboys go? They should look at this thing, collectively speaking, from the aspect of this right here. What is the most valuable asset to this team? The quarterback. How to protect the quarterback. Will it be a flashy wide receiver on the edge? You got that out of CD. You got to start with your core. Shout out to you, Young. Thank you so much for your donation there. Uh, thank you so much for your for your donations and your appreciation. So, BPA, I, I feel you. Hilton. Let me know. If, did you get that in the mail, Hilton? Let me know if you get it in the mail. And uh, and that's the Michael Irvin jersey. All right, and we have Young Wilson. Let the AI speak. Aloha and keep up the great work, Law. Been busy. Appreciate all you do for Cowboys Nation. Salute and aloha, friend, Wilson. 
Appreciate you, Young Wilson. And I thank you so much, man, for your love and adulations as well. Um, <clears throat> D-Law was a big move. This is from uh, Ed Cell. Appreciate you. Walker, appreciate you. Thank you so much. Uh, BPA all day. Appreciate you. Uh, rest in peace. Yeah, rest in peace, man, uh, Dwayne. Dwayne and things. You know, I hope all is well with their family over there. Uh, Law got my playmaker jersey yesterday. Gonna frame it. Yeah, that's what I'm. Look, that's what I love. Hey, if you want to, man, you don't. You don't have to be in the picture if you don't want to. But take a picture of it, man, so I can reshare it and let people know uh, the the support that they put in and they give to the nation. We give back, right? We give back. And let me know, man. I know it was a large jersey. You might have been an extra large or what have you, or a medium. I don't know your size, but let them know, man. It, it wasn't a Walmart jersey. It was a real one. <laughs> but I appreciate you, man. Yeah, Jim Laws, appreciate you, man. Thank you so much. Burks or picking if, if we get an extra two and third. You know, this is Stephen White. Appreciate you. Yeah. Yeah. Um. And, and no offense to all my jerseys, by the way. I, I tell people all the time, when you go into the game, you're going out in Dallas, just wear something with it, you know. Let them know that you're representing. Let them know. And I get it, right? A, a lot of people want to look at this thing and say, hey, we want to boycott. Hey, we want to stop doing this. We want to stop doing that. Uh, hope to get it signed in frame. Yeah, Michael, this is what I'm going to do in the future. When I do get a chance to get some autographs of some players or what have you, I keep that in mind. You know, I got a helmet behind me then I can get access to get it signed or what have you. And the next time uh, we, we would do some things like that, we get it signed by the playmaker or we get it signed by Emmett or we get a signed jersey by Jay Novacek or what have you. And we'll, we'll send those things out. But this is what you can do. If you're ever in Dallas at a meet and greet, and if I'm there, and if you got a player close in the proximity, just hit me up. I got you, bro. Um, yeah. Tyler Smith from Tulsa, uh, LaShawn. Uh, I, I, I've seen a mock draft where we got him. It's, it's not a, a bad situation. We do need help on the outside as it relates to front five. But man, I'm I'm very I'm very high on Josh Ball. I really think that Josh Ball is gonna have that effect like a Terrence Steele. And you guys can call me crazy, but I feel that, you know, uh Josh Ball will step it up. And this is just a gut feeling, by the way. Not an actual, <laughs> you know, some people say, hey, man, how dare you? But I, I just feel that Josh Ball would do something for us. Um, the other situation, Ryan Nall, uh, I, I, I get a lot of people saying, ah, oh, let's move some furniture around. The things that we got to understand, we knew coming into the offseason that the Cowboys don't make big splashes in the free agency. Who knew that, right? If you didn't know that, let me know. <laughs> if you didn't know that the Cowboys don't make big splashes splashes in the uh, offseason as it relates to free agency, let me know. And I can let you know up front 
News flash. The Cowboys don't make big splashes outside of signing their own guys. And they, and they, even with their own guys, even with their own guys, they, um, they, they, they fight and fight with them, right. To give them money. <laughs> like they will go to, to Fennell and, 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 and say, Hey, you, you're not going to get this money unless you fight for it. Right. <laughs> uh, my guy Sam said, law is the optimist. Yeah. I, I'm trying to look at it. There's two ways we can look at this glass, baby. You know, so I, I'm, I'm trying to pull out the positive, but I, I'm also, you know, for those who follow my channel, like Sam, you know, I would call a spade a spade as well. Like, I can't stand the fact that we don't throw punches in this free agency. And I, I, I get it. I understand from a financial reasons, from a financial reasonings, and I understand from a, a player reasoning, and I also understand from a fandom reasoning. Boy, I would have loved for us to make a big splash. Just one. Right? And I also look at the trends. I look at all of the previous 10 teams that won the Super Bowl. They splashed, baby. They jumped in the pool on the deep end. They splashed up in there, you know. And when we get to the swimming pool on the shallow end, the signs say, don't jump. And we just tiptoeing and we put our toe in the water. And that's what Ryan Nall is, right? That's what Luke Gifford. That's what LVE. Just putting our toe in the water and saying, ooh, feel good, don't it? Just jump right in there. They's too scared to jump right in there. Right? <laughs> uh, yeah, I love weed, says Gil Brent just apologize. Yeah? I mean... He's 90. And apologies at this point, it, 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 going back to that, apologies at this point is words you can't take back, man. You know, accidentally bumping somebody, stumping their toe, that's a whole different situation. Hey, dog, I'm, I apologize, man. I bumped into you, man. You know, but words can be reckless. And that's why I sometimes, be, I be trying to hold back my tongue, man, so many times. But I know that words are more powerful. Life and death is in the tongue, you know. And, it, and then once it's out there, boy, don't you know? You know, look, 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 look. I, I know it's the weekend and I know you guys uh, got thousands of things to do. But the first thing ever was spoken, you know what I'm saying? So strong and, you know. And it's powerful to speak and then light separated from darkness, you know. And then he took the light in his hand and rolled it around until he made the sun and flung it out against the darkness in the light. Whoo, boy, I'm telling you, man, word. Sounds, you know, it can just shake some things, man, you know. Get up, man. What you talking about? You ain't sick. Get out that bed. Brother, just get up and be like, oh, wow, you know. <laughs> hey, man, man, these words, baby. But but I, I feel, uh, Gil Brandt, I understand um, he's 90, and I'm not trying to just say just because he's 90 he get a pass. But, man, like I said earlier, 
thousand years to build trust, one second to lose it. Ooh, wee. But those words, man, ooh, sound just crazy. But the Cowboys, they like to stick their toe into the water and say, oh, it's, it's too cold. Turn the hot water on a little bit longer. Then they put the toe back in there just right. But the but all of the good picks in the free agency is already gone because the people who were willing to jump in the pool when it was cold or the tub when it was cold, they got all of the goods. And now you you picking out and you're trying to find that said player that can be the difference maker for your team. And now you have to rely on coaches. And it's crazy because what happened over a course of years now that we have better positioning coaches. When it was Jason Garrett running the ship, you guys get what I'm saying? There was not a lot of development going on, and I'm not trying to throw Garrett under the bus or in front of him or in front of the bus. But what I'm trying to say is, Cowboy Nation, is when you rely on draft picks to be your creme de la creme, you better have a good coaching philosophy. You better have a good system in place. You better. So the Cowboys heading into the 2022 season, they looking at it like, okay, we may not be on, uh, hear me out, we may not be on the top end, great, but evenly, our depth purpose will be fantastic because teams focus too much on the top end and on the bottom end, we straight. We got depths. So if you cut off the head of this person, we can insert that person, right? That's supposed to be the philosophy. And we're going to go back into the draft, and we're going to draft BPA, best player available. Can this thing work out? We'll find out. My only thing is when you have a, a team like the Cowboys and everybody's kind of like equal, right? Hear me out. Everybody's kind of like pretty much in the same tier. Wasn't nobody really stepping out, standing out until the last two seasons. Diggs stood out, right, in the pandemic year. Diggs stood out, right? He was like, finally, somebody catching interceptions. Diggs increased his production last season, but we somehow, we drafted Parsons, who outshined Diggs. But if you remove Parsons off this team, we would have been looking at it like, man, Diggs is it's phenomenal. You know, all of these interceptions, blah, 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 blah. And now that we got a Parsons and Diggs and another person that a lot of people slept on, right? They're sleeping on them. Osa. Th those trio of guys should set this team on fire. The youth. And if J. Ron Kirst can continue to develop and do his thing, we're good at that spot. We're good at all of those phases. We're good at the top side as it relates to DB. We're good at the uh, strong safety as it relates to safety part of it, the interior of the defense. We're good at linebacker, and we will be good and decent at defensive front. Somebody can argue that that, that Doggett, the defense straight, they bringing back everybody minus Randy Gregory, right? So your only plug to fill, basically, 
if you're not counting uh, health situation, because we all want people to be healthy, right? If you're not counting, like if we can just turn injuries off, right? This is an unrealistic world, right? We bring it back to everyone. But if you can literally say, okay, if this coaching staff can elevate Dante Fowler to play at least and give you what Randy Gregory production was, six sacks, what have you, right? And you fool around and draft a guy, even if he come in with three or four sacks, you straight. You flat out straight. Ghosting may shine this year. Yes. People sleeping on Todd Cook is speaking to people. Ghosting came in and all he did, and I get it, he only had two sacks. Only, right? That's not bad. As a, as a rotational edge guy who didn't have OTAs, training camp, none of that stuff at all, and came in and said, okay, I'm going to collect two sacks. So hopefully Ghosting come into this situation already, already knowing the system and flying out to the ball a little bit faster. That two could turn to four or that two can turn into six, and now you have a crazy production off of a guy. That's off your bench, you know, <laughs> but I get it right. Right now we can all be mad and start swinging. Yeah, God, the Cowboys, man. What are we supposed to do? Everybody making moves and we ain't making moves, man. I'm tired of losing, man. I'm tired, man. Man, we, we supposed to be them boys, but we can't win every time. That cap boy is a mess. <laughs> Why? We can do that, right? I mean, come on, we can be like that every day. Who? But if I do that every day on this channel, what, what, what would be the sense of y'all coming over here? Now let me dad go to Cowboys crying about something, and he ain't got no control of the team, and he's going to cry. <laughs> a bunch of millionaires out there in the field. <laughs> I wish I was a millionaire. <laughs> <laughs> you know what you know it'll be like yeah them cry boys right there cry boys cry boys what you gonna do <laughs> right man come on man come on baby don't be concerned george say he's concerned about joseph i'm not joseph look he got hit he got hit with that buzz man multiple times with c19 starting in uh, during the off season. Oh, and then Nashawn, his mom hit me up the other day and said, "Hey, he's he's up to 195. He's gonna be straight. He's he's bigger. He's stronger. Watch, and he still got the speed. Four four guy. Watch. We just dropped some uh, crap, boys. <laughs> Shout out to you, Brian, baby. Appreciate you. We we dropped some dead weight, right, Greg? Yeah, yeah. So, it, 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 look, I'm still mad. I've been mad every year that we don't win it. But I refuse to say, hey, we don't have a shot at it. And I, I really think that going into this draft, the prospects that's there, the Traylon Burks, the Chris Olave, the uh, who else would you guys take as, an, uh, I guess, a skill player in the first? And I ain't talking about what we absolutely need right now. Who would you guys take? You know, uh, you know, uh, now I'm in tears, Jim Law. <laughs> Boss man going to promise 
going to be promising uh, to us. Yeah, 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 Jay Labarde. Uh, look, Kelvin Joseph, Kelvin Joseph, his skill set is still the same. Physical corner with good speed, play great boundary technique, can play underneath routes, can redirect, and uh, he can even transition in the latter parts of his career as a free safety. I, I think he got range. I think he got, got strength. He can redirect. The only problem is he only had 15 got game, games in college, right? And we saw the lackluster of games that he had this past season. All right, Garrett Wilson, Pickens. Now, I, I don't think that Pickens will, be, will go in the 24th pick, but I – I would literally think that Garrett Wilson could be that guy with a 24 pick. But it, but we've seen crazier and stranger things happen. All right, so let's look at this team. We got, uh, we got some few people watching. If you're watching to this point, do me a huge favor. Hit that like, share this content, let a friend or a neighbor know where to go, okay? Uh, Scott Moore is a sleeper, but, yeah, he's not with the 24th pick. I don't think teams would love him that much. Anthony Barr is still on the team. Uh, on the team, he would start. Watch this is uh oh Anthony Brown. I look, I can't read this morning. Well, this day, I don't know what time frame it is. It's evening time. Okay, let me drink my little juice right here. <sighs> D boy says, uh, do the NFL test for weed? You know, no, they don't. They don't. They they still test for it, right? When you go through your testing, but what they don't do is they, you can't get suspended for it. So if a guy want to roll one, he can roll one. Pass me the strawberry kush. I need it. You know what I'm saying? And then they roll it. They got the glassy eye. They get tested. The max thing that can happen to them is a fine. Now, the, the extent of the fine is up to them. So that's why uh, the language of the uh, contract with Randy Gregory he knew that, hell, even if I get fined, I still can lose my guarantees. Can you take that language with us out of there? Because I want to roll one. <laughs> you know, appreciate the Jim Laws. Uh, shout out to you as well, Young Wilson. Uh, let the AI speak on it. Boss man will step up and turn heads this year. Aloha, chat. Appreciate you, Young. Uh, yeah, I, I, I have. Look, these are the guys. These are the guys that I think that, that, that's going to start on the defense first. It's going to be Trayvon Diggs, Kelvin Joseph, or Boss Man Fat as your starting corners. Uh, if nothing changed from here, it's going to be a dogfight, a battle for the inside nickel guy, whether it's Anthony Brown or Jordan Lewis. Those are, that's your nickel guys. They're going to fight for it. There's going to be somebody hot again in OTAs and training camp. Maybe Maurice Kennedy, he come back and he just be the hype guy again, right? But ultimately, it's going to fall down to Jordan Lewis or Anthony Brown. Those are our DBs, okay? Now, as far as the safety situation, and I need to do this. That's what I should have been doing today. It's going to be Malik Hooker who's going to grab that role and not going to look back. 
Malik Hooker is going to the Pro Bowl next year at least. You know, he's going to be entered into the Pro Bowl, and we're not even going to be able to see him in the Pro Bowl because we're going to go farther than that. I'm just trying to speak that into existence, so don't charge it to my head. Charge it to my, you know, charge it to my head, not my heart. All right, so Malik Hooker is going to be your starting free. J. Ron Curse is going to be your starting strong safety in this system. All right? Now, when we go nickel formation, it's going to be Cox and Parsons as your two linebackers. Hear me out. Jabril Cox and Parsons. I think that Jabril Cox, this offseason, when healthy and everything is working out, he's going to be the guy that's going to outperform and beat out LVE. If not, it's going to be LVE and Parsons, right? All right, so getting to the front, your four-down lineman. I think that Fowler is going to beat out. This is just my early, too early prediction, right? And I'm not even mentioning whoever we draft, right? Think about that. Let that sink in, right? Like the person that we draft. I'm not even talking about them. Well, whoever else we go pick up in the free agency after the draft. But for right now, the people that I just mentioned, I don't think that nobody in this draft, according to how the Cowboys operate and run, will beat out the guys that I'm saying right now. Like, real talk, who's going to beat out Diggs as their starting position, right? Coming up. It's Stingley. If, let's say with the 24th pick, the Cowboys pick beat, get Stingley. Will he, re- will he really beat out? Diggs, you know, and it would be a fist fight with him and Boss Man because Boss already knows the system. But I'm quite sure it would be a fist fight. And I'm quite sure somebody said, nah, Law Stingley going to beat our boss, but we'll find out, right? <laughs> but that's a good problem. See, we're talking about good problems, right? Even if you go and say, okay, I got Jaquan Brisker, right? He's coming in. Uh, we, got, we got him in the second round or what have you. Do you really think that he's going to beat out J. Ron Curse or challenge? Dare I say, even we pick up Jalen Petrie, you think he's going to really challenge Malik Hooker to beat him out? It's a good problem. See, these good problems, baby. The only person that I can see, like N'Kobe Dean, okay, Quay Walker, they can come in and say, hey, we challenging you, dog. We challenging you. <laughs> yeah, see, see how good this thing is, baby? Y- y'all see how this draft – y'all see where we going with this now conversation? Now, the offense is a whole nother story. But low-key – on the offense, well, let me finish up this defense right quick. Let me finish with defense. And before we talk about you know, the less important things, the offense is less important. Defense is very important. But when you think about this, Cowboy Nation, hear me out. You see, now we rolling. Now your mind is thinking like, hey, I didn't think about that long. You know? <laughs> Fowler, he's going to be the starter. I think Fowler is going to beat our DA, Right? Your inside guy, Carlos Watkins, um, it's going to be a battle between Carlos and Big Bo. And I think that in this particular situation, it's best to rotate those two, and I'm going to give the thumb up more reps for Carlos. All right, so your interior guy. And you know what? Let me move. I think that Navel Gallimore, since he got a little bit bigger, you can kick him over there to the DTs as it relates to the one techs. You, I think that three tech for him is good. I, I, I do know that he can one gap it and that he can play a two gap system too. 
but Gallimore is that is that wild card. I really think that Osa will be a starter in the 2022 season as your starting three tech. I think so. Is uh, Tristan Hill the odd man out, Cowboy Nation? We didn't re-sign Tristan Hill, right? Is he a free agent? Oh, he got one more year, right? This is a contract year for Tristan Hill, right? Contract year for him. That's, that's another. It's two wild cards. Tristan Hill is a wild card, and Gallimore is a wild card. But I don't think that nobody that you draft nor that you pick up in the free agency would beat out Demarcus Lawrence. Jordan Davis, Jay Lombardi with the 24th pick. Will he be the starter? Call me crazy. I think the Cowboys would rotate him. I don't think that he would be a three-down guy. Call me crazy. They would absolutely rotate him. And it's, it's me in the deep end of the pool. And I ain't asking y'all to help me right now. I'm just telling you how it is. You slowly move that big boy in, and then all of a sudden you get him ready. And what we tell him when winter is coming. That's all we would tell everybody. Winter is coming, right? I go back to my Game of Thrones reference. Winter is coming. That's what I would do with Big Jordan Davis. I wouldn't try to put that big boy in for 17 weeks. You got to be crazy. I'm going to say, hey, man, and stamina is his issue, right? I'm looking at it like, man, this is a long man's game. And we got Big Bo Hanna, Big Bo, and we got Carlos Watkins. Winter is coming. This is what I want you to do. When it get cold, when the bones get brittle, you know, I want you in there now pushing big body, can't stop me. So that's why I look at the Cowboys looking at defensive tackle, and if he can't play all downs right now, and if he ain't the starter and not rotating, I think the value for the Cowboys and their mindset and their mental thoughts, I'm thinking like the Cowboys. <laughs> They're going to go with They're going to go with God. You know, trade up to get Jordan Davis. Yeah, yeah. Uh, trade digs to the Buffalo. How many picks? First and the second plus three. A thought while he's fired. Stephen White. You know, I was talking to my brother yesterday. Last night, basically. And he's a diehard 49er fan. Diehard. And in the 49ers community, they are fighting fisticuffs, like fist to fist over Debo Samuels. There's a pay to man initiative, like give Debo Samuels 23 to $24 million APY. And I do know, Cowboy Nation, that we understand wide receivers and we understand how this thing can all be flexed out. But let me put your, your, your GM hats on right now. Is really Debo Samuels worth, and I'm not talking about value in general of him in total, but is it worth it for the 49ers to pay him 24 to 25, close to 26 million APY? Just give me a simple yes or no. Because they are having that issue now, and what they're saying, news and rumblings, around Niners camp 
is that's the reason why he kind of like, ah, I can't stand y'all no more. Let me take off that filth. Let me take down that 49ers logo from my page and all of that stuff. Oh, I see a lot of no's. And you got to go into the psyche of what he was doing. He had 12 drops, four fumbles, and he don't run the full route tree. He's a glorified running back that can catch the ball, right, <laughs> on short to intermediate passes. Now, that doesn't take away from his dogness, right? He got a dog mentality, and he's a weapon if you know how to utilize him. But they're also talking about if they're going to change the philosophy of the quarterback, a quarterback that progress and looks different than a Jimmy Garoppolo, then they don't see the value needed for the pay the guy 22, 23, 24, 25 million dollars. But Debo's camp is looking at it like, hey, if Christian Kirk can get 20 million, I'm better than him. My numbers are a little bit better than his. And although I only had one good year, I should get paid like the top dogs. Now, my brother's smart, and he asked the um, the 49ers community, and this is not all 49ers talk. I got to point to this, by the way. He was talking to the 49ers community. Is Tyreek Hill better than Debo Samuels, right? And a third of them said, nah, you know, and then some of them said, yeah, you know how they go, right? And what the Kansas City Chiefs did, right? They didn't pay Tyreek Hill. You see, the game would be for, I'm going to just move on to Trayvon Diggs. The game would be to get in front of these guys before it's too late. You got, this is their third year, a pivotal year. Remember, rookies in the first round they got five years but technically a rookie's contract is four so if you smart you got to get in front of that contract you do you got to so you should be trying to get your pen to paper ink to paper on digs and lamb right now if you really want them, because if you wait too, too late, the price is going to go up anyhow, naturally. But if you want a stronghold, if you want to stronghold them, hear me out. You wait until the contract expire, which you can do that a little bit because you got the fifth year option for CD. And the only thing that he could do that could be damaging is to hold out, right? Hear me out. We're just talking some crazy money with you guys right now. <laughs> but we all know what the Cowboys tend to do, right? <laughs> they tend to hold their feet to the fire, and they put, they put the wrong type of tag on said players. They put the exclusive franchise tag on players. When all you have to do is, if the 49ers smart, I'm, I'm talking backwards now, we're going to go back to the 49ers conversation with Debo. Put the, exclu- the, the, the non-exclusive, you can tag them and say, hey, if anybody is willing to use Debo, the dynamic wide receiver that he is, then we got tenders put in place, meaning that in return we get at least two first-round draft picks or a first and a second, you know, depending on what tender grades you give them. 
that would be the wise move if you're feeling froggy by said player. That should be the philosophy for the Cowboys with Diggs if they can't come up with an agreement. At least have it open enough so that if you're not willing to pay him, baby, you put those tenders on him. And you know what? The Cowboys had that chance and opportunity to do it with said Byron Jones, but they didn't. Didn't you guys know on the open market, especially when Byron Jones made all pro, all you had to do is put the tender on him and say, hey, we're going to allow you to test the market, but we want something back in return. But the Cowboys did it in the craziest way, and we got uh, comp picks or what have you, which don't make the justification because his next contract was crazy. So that's why it's always good to put the tender on him. I'm quite sure we could have utilized a first-round draft pick, and I'm quite sure that a team would have been really willing to give a first-round draft pick for Byron Jones, although he don't get interceptions. That's no longer our problem. Excuse me, Cowboy Nation. Oh, Tiger won? Oh, wow. Shout-out to you, Mike. Appreciate you. Um, so here's the thing, Cowboy Nation. They could have done it with D-Law. They could have tendered him and put, hey, if a team willing to give. Because the argument was this right here, Cowboy Nation. Hear me out. And I, and I know I'm long-winded with this, but it's good stuff. It's good stuff. The Cowboys could have did the same thing with DeMarcus Lawrence. Instead of saying, Dude, you ain't look, look how they looked at him, dog. You ain't remember the conversation. He had got 14 and a half sacks or what have you. And remember, that was coming off of a kind of so so year. And then he was like, they were like, oh, so now you want to play? And he was like, yeah, and I want Khalil's Mac money. <laughs> and they were like, nah, dog, you ain't, we'll pay you, but you, but you ain't Khalil's Mac, dog. You ain't finna get Khalil's Mac money. But we put the tag on you and we'll let you play again. That was the wrong move. They should have put the tender tag on him and, and let him test the market, see if the team is willing to match. If they're willing to match, then they would have had to give up a first round or a second round, whatever grade tender you put on him, right? But they tagged him, and then he had to he played on the tag and got 11 sacks. And then he said, I, I want Khalil's Mac money. And then the Cowboys lost because I'm not saying that they lost because they paid the man. But he have yet to get back to double digit sacks, <laughs> and so and, and we this is where we at right now. If you're only looking at the aspect of the sacks, and of course we can't account for injuries or what have you, and Demarcus Lawrence is pretty good and stout against the run, but they wasn't paying for that. They was paying for sacks. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but it is what it is. Shout out to everybody, man. Be sure to hit the like button and, and share this content. Now the hardest thing for me to break down would be um, the hardest thing for me to break down would be the starters for the offense. It's hard, right? I, I know Prescott, he's a starter, right? He's, he's a starting quarterback. Uh, I can tell you, I can close my eyes and tell you Zach Martin is a starting right guard. Anybody want to bet against that? Anybody want to bet against that, right? All right, so let me see who else got guarantee. Uh CeeDee Lamb is the starting wide receiver. He's receiver one, RW1. He get the first locker. 
All right. Am I right so far, Cowboy Nation? All right. So who else? The tight end. Uh, tight end one will be Dalton Schultz, right? It's $11 million. I think that they're not going to eat money and say, hey, we made a mistake. They're going to pay that man and make him the, the uh, tight end one. Regardless of who you draft. These, what I'm saying is this is regardless of who you draft, right? Nobody in the draft can replace these guys as starters. Hmm? Right? All right, so uh, your, your wide receiver two, that's the hole. That's the hole. There's not a definitive answer that I can just say right here. James Washington is the number two wide receiver. I, I can't tell you that right now. I can't. Shoot, Simi might come out this thing and say, all right, cool, this is mine. I ain't giving it back. I'm going to beat everybody even with the ponytail. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so that's a big hole. Wide receiver two is a big hole. And I'm going to. Throw up if they say Noah Brown is your starting number two wide receiver. I'm going to throw up, really, on live TV. All right, so, uh, and shout out to Noah Brown. Good guy, by the way. All right, so let me see who else. What's another hole? All right. Your left tackle. Tyron Smith is your starter. I know for sure the Cowboys, even if Josh Ball is kicking tail, throwing people left and right in practice in OTAs, we're going to read the depth chart. Tyron Smith is your starter. Left guard, there's, there's a hole there. There's a hole there. Center, there's a question mark there. Question mark. Big old question mark. It's not a full hole. It's like a half a hole. They're looking for options. Right? Fellas, y'all know what I'm talking about. Like, you know, you dating her a little bit, but you're still dating others. You know, you're still looking for a better deal. Hmm? Ladies know that, too. Y'all y'all, 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 ladies do the same thing, too. I ain't going to leave... Uh, it just to the fellas. Y'all, y'all ladies do the same thing. You know, you go on a date with them. You ain't really ready to commit. Hmm? All right, so right guard, I already told you guys, is Zach Martin. Right tackle, I think that's Phil. Terrence Steele. By hook or by crook, they ain't looking at a right tackle in this, uh, in this draft. I think that they satisfied with Terrence Steele. Semicircle. <laughs> you too loud, player. RJ, RJ, you know, take that back. I'm lying, y'all. You know, <laughs> Jay Lombardi said, "Hey, man, don't be telling all the secrets, law. You know, you know it's serious when you, you know, when you're dating her, and then you get a chance to meet the family, right? They dating. You know, Tyler be be honest, is dating, but he ain't got a chance to see the family yet, right? That's that situation." <laughs> And it's only in daylight, you know. And she's begging, like, hey, you going to go to the movies and, and let's go to the bowling alley? Nah, you know, I got some other things that came up right quick, you know. <laughs> That's the reality of it with his position. And he's like, man, the Dallas don't ever take me out on an exclusive date. It's always in groups, man. And and, and I don't never know who the, the parents are. The Dallas just only take me 
out during the daytime. <laughs> but the Dallas takes Zach, Zach Martin everywhere, you know. <laughs> he get the full entree, everything. He'll order whatever he want on the menu. <laughs> oh, my gosh, Cowboy Nation. So uh, anybody that you get out of this draft can only fill in those spots. I book it. And I guarantee it, I speak it. You know what I'm saying? On the question mark spots, on the whole spot. So I just mentioned, hold that wide receiver. There's nobody in this draft that's going to take C.D. Lamb's spot as WR1. Regardless of how you feel right now, get out of your feelings. There's nobody that's going to take Schultz's position as TE1. Oh, it's a tight end two position that's open right now. They ain't that hooked on Jeremy <laughs> and uh, the other guy. They wear some 84. I forgot his name, Sean McKeon. Oh, I, oh I, didn't, I didn't go over running backs. I didn't go over running backs. <laughs> Cowboy Nation, Ryan All is your starting running back. I just played. No, 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 no. No, my gosh, man. Ryan All is the starting running No, no, no. Um, I don't know who's the starter running back for the Cowboys, but I really think that it's Ezekiel Elliott. It's Ezekiel Elliott. And is Tony Pollard the starter? We'll find out. But I, I think that Tony Pollard is still standing behind Ezekiel Elliott on the depth chart. And Tony Pollard is looked to be the gadget guy, special teams hero guy. And that's how they're going to ease it off on him. Be like, hey, Tony, we would like to make you the starter, but we need you at kick return. Hey, Tony, we'd like to make you the starter, but we really need you on special teams, right? And that's how they're going to work around that one. But there's no running back, Cowboy Nation, in this draft that's going to replace Ezekiel Elliott nor Tony Pollard just based off of uh, this situation here. And, 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 and Cowboy Nation, when y'all get angry and when you get upset, oh, who's our kicker? Oh, <laughs> Chris, look, this, I got a good mind over here, baby. You know, I didn't know I can recall all of this from my head. Chris Nagar is your kicker, and Brian Anger is your punter. There's no one. There's no one that's going to replace those guys. And they're not going to go draft that guy that can punt like 80 and 90 yards when they sleep. They're not going to do that. And Chris Nygaard, they might bring in someone to compete, but Chris Nygaard, that's his position. It's his. He's not going to move off from it. All right, so um, the other, what is other? The long snapper, he ain't going nowhere. They might as well look. I don't know why they're signing this dude to a one-year deal. Sign that man for four or five years, right? Go ahead and get that man going. All right, so <clears throat> now I mentioned the holes that we have. And it's primarily on the offense. I mentioned the offensive line, the guard. I mentioned the uh, number two wide receiver placement because we understand that uh, Gallup, we won't see him until like, two months in, in in the NFL and it's going to take him time to uh to get acclimated back to football that is where we need to look at on the holes 
Kenyon Green, they they mentioned day one starter. They're looking for that on an offensive line. I think Kenyon Green can give Connor McGovern a run for his money at guard. Connor may have some old man strength. He may can get uh, some things popping a little bit, and it could be a battle. And I like it. Give him a battle. Uh, Zion Johnson, that's a situation. Uh, somebody mentioned Tyler Smith. That's a situation. But if the Cowboys go on BPA and if they perceive to know that, hey, the offensive line is a BPA, best player available, and they think that the offensive line, they graded their offensive line better than all of the skill set players, I'm not going to be mad at them. Because I just mentioned <laughs> the breakdown of this team. Everybody else is ancillary. Even uh, Calvin Austin, the third, or Sky Moore, they ancillary picks right now. They got to come in and get ingratiated into the system. And Semifield Hoko, if he got any dog in him, he'll be looking at them like, nah, you going to hold my pads. Nah, you gonna, I'm going to show you. You know what I'm saying? No, 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 no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You might, you might was good in college, but I've been here. Right, and that's that's the mindset that I want these guys to have anyway. No, I'm not finna show you around. No, but I'm quite sure he don't eat that type of person. <laughs> Simi would be like, "Hey, you want 81? I give you 81." You know, <laughs> I show you around. Uh, Sailor Kennard, yeah. So <clears throat> I think that this draft, even if you go draft a guard in the second round, I think that you can insert him at 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 that guard spot. Believe it or not. Right. That's the it's a hole. It's a hole right there. And even in the second or third or fourth round, they can fight and compete for that wide receiver, W two spot. James Washington is cool and all. He ain't homegrown. <laughs> Y'all fail to realize Cowboys love their homegrown guys and they're gonna look at it like that's the guy that we drafted. This is the guy we picked up from the Steelers roster. Yeah, look, let, let's see what can happen. Fight. And the only thing that I, I can tell you, if the Cowboys go get any edge guy, any edge guy, he's going to have to fight. He's going to have to out. Look, think about this. He's going to have to outperform Doris Armstrong. He's going to have to outperform Dante Fowler. And he's going to have to outperform Law and Chauncey Ghost. And we can be talking about all of the glowing, glowing things that about said player. But there's no reason in my mind that even if we talk about it like this and from this point, from, from this perspective. Last year, let me just slide back just a few. Before he got hurt, there's no way you can tell me that Keanu Neal was just playing better than Cox, right? There's no way you can tell me before, you know, all of the stuff happened with Francis Bernard that that guy tape was just looking terrible, juxtaposed to LVE. See how this thing goes? So we can get caught up in that mindset and say, hey, man, this guy going to come in and be a starter. No. And as 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 glowingly as my guy, Nashawn Wright, was doing all through training camp, him and Maurice Kennedy. Maurice Kennedy had five interceptions, five or six interceptions in training camp. Got on the field and wet the bed. Hmm? So... 
I just don't want you guys to fall into the trap of saying that a rookie is going to come in and be the immediate starter, right? He's going to go through his growing pains. And it's not a Parsons. Parsons is not growing off trees everywhere. And newsflash, we don't have the 10th pick anymore to trade back. I think we traded back two slots in 12th spot or 13th spot whenever he was drafted. We get the 24th spot. All right, Cowboy Nation, I done spoke to you guys long enough. It's 5 o'clock. Um, we were supposed to go watch some movies uh, and get some things going that way. Um, it, it went from Encanto. It was a good movie, and, and now it's uh, Turning Red. I, I've been watching that on repeat for multiple times. Turning Red on Disney+. Plus. You guys check it out. Turning Red is it, a good movie. Uh, y'all, y'all be sure to check that out. Check that out. They can't get enough of it. I guess uh, I need to have a, a movie saying turning blue. I get mad and I turn blue. <laughs> but y'all hit that like button and share this content. Uh, let's not beat ourselves up. Let's not be crying. Like, I told you, man. Oh, boys, man, we don't make no moves, man. We just don't make no moves, man. It's <laughs> the Cowboys, man. We, uh, did we draft yet? You're right, Lord, we didn't draft yet. We wiped the minds up, man. We got to go into the draft. You know, the draft. Draft is funner than a free agency anyway, right? We know what those guys were about. This the unknown. <laughs> we going to go into the unknown. Law, you've been watching Snowfall. Well, I was waiting for the last season to finish up. I watched a little bit of of the uh, of the last season. So I'm waiting for it to all finish so I can just binge watch watch it, you know, so that I won't be waiting. Like, And um, <clears throat> that just is my philosophy on Snowfall. Snowfall is really good. Snowfall is really good. I, I, I'm, I'm watching C now. If you got Apple TV and if you're part of that subscription there, watch the movie C, the series C, and uh, that's a good situation. All right, Cowboy Nation. Um, Remember, the draft, baby. The unknown. We entering the unknown. Y'all share this thing, man. Y'all help a brother out. Tell Ashaniqua, Pookie. Come on, subscribe, man. This dude, he speak raw content, man. He off sometimes, but, man, we love him, man. He like that, that cousin, man. It can't get right, but, man, we still listen to him, right? <laughs> <laughs> like man, we still listen to Law. Oh my God, Law Nation. Maybe he's the best, baby. <laughs> oh my gosh, I love it. No, Mike, be positive, baby. We're gonna win more than eight games. I, I have look. I'm already on the sword and saying that this team will win north of ten games. Oh, and we won't have. We're gonna have a roundtable talk on the twenty first of April. So I want you guys to be ready, lock loaded to battle against the NFC East. And I'm on the throne this time. We are the division champs. So they looking up still to the Cowboys nation. Bad dog, Lord Bronson, and my guy, Louis T Network. The champ is now in the building. I told them and they laughed and they scoffed at my name. They made fun of me. But I told them face to face last year that we're going to sweep the NFC East. And they had 
They thought I was crazy. They said, man, this dude is such a homer. But week after week, I was just collecting names. Y'all remember that? And y'all think I'm finna fold up like a wallet or a lawn chair? No, 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 no. This is law, baby. L-A-W. And we're going to take over the East, although we reside in the West. Because we are the best. Y'all remember that? I don't care what people say. Law has been 27 years. There was a group of people that was wandering around in the wilderness for 40 years. I'm not saying it's going to take us 40, by the way. But I'm standing firm and I believe in what I believe in, Cowboy Nation. Because when you're up against your struggles, meet it squarely face to face. Lift your chin, set your shoulders, plant your feet and take a brace. When it's vain to try to dodge it, do the best that you can do. You may fall. But this is the thing. If you're going to fall, fall still fighting. Cowboy Nation, that's been my time. That's a short version of that soliloquy there. But I really appreciate you guys so much. Be sure to hit that like button, share this content, let a friend or a neighbor know where to go when they want to tune in to Cowboy Sports Talk and beyond. And remember, oh, remember, you're listening to nothing but the best. There go my side off, baby. Oh, the time is going to be around 7, 8-ish on the 21st of April. Be sure, I'm handing out those L's. To the ink. Those L's to the Washington Commission. Those L's. To the Giants. Let's go, baby. Y'all know what it is. Yeah. Hit the door and the dome and just the whole team here. Money some yeah. still young, but I move like a veteran. Deal to my lawyer Come on. If you're down in my management, hey. I'm just warming up a way to lie. Come on. Producers saw the numbers one. Different colors in my baggy life. Yo. Chalk it up. Talk of the time where you're talking up. Wanna get you a ring and you tough enough. Wanna get you new things with your pockets dull. Run it up. I used to be quiet and out of luck. Now I move up and move humble cause the hate and the jealousy. My mama telling me count up your blessings and run it up. Come on. Nowadays, nothing really is nice. Only one of me and Nobody's like me. Phone ringing and I tell him it's Pricey. I got wifey on blinging sheets. Freeze. 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 Photo. photo. Please. Please. No photos. No, no. Jeez. Please. No, no. No. Please. No photos. I keep giving game away. Law. I put game on layaway. Nation. I got paid to play today. Come on. I get paid to stay away. Enjoy y'all weekend, baby. Away. Shout out to J. Long party. Joe, what's good? In my own lane, finger roll. I would never sell my only soul. Heard your whole team was for sale. Heard us on the market for the low. Not ours. Who the realest we might never know. All this acting, you gon' play a role. Give you the world when they sign you up. Try you out and then they line you up. Ooh, now you're looking hungry. Ribs are touching, need some food. Now you're all on live acting, surprised, but you was fooled. Boy, get out the way, it's been a Watch day. this now message, bam. You got the pen and pad, you're trying to take my moves Nowadays, nothing really is Come on. Only one of me and nobody's hey. like me Phone ringing and I tell them it's All right. I got wifey on, bling and she Freeze, Freeze. Freeze. Photo. photo, please, please. No, photos. No, no. Jeez. Jeez. no, 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 please, no photos Nowadays, nothing really is Only one of me and nobody's like me Phone ringing and I tell them it's I got wifey on, bling and she Freeze, Freeze. Freeze. photo